Tom, and welcome back to the Outlax podcast. Proudly brought to you by great sponsors, Toyota Forklift and also SEF Australia. I'm your host, Matt, from Toyota Forklift Outlax, and tonight we've got two very special guests. We've got brother Sean from Game Changers podcast. How you going, bros? Yeah, good, brother. How are you? Good, and we've got Rika Lamb here who's coming on um, from No Limit. How you going, Rika? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Good, good. Uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Um, Go through just the sort of usual like we do, a uh, bit of bit of knockout goss, and then we'll get into the uh, the wild bit knockout. We're going to bit of a do a bit of a focus on uh, this episode. We've done done this last year; it was uh, really good. Um, and then we'll get the shout outs at the end. So um, we're also going live on TikTok again. We're they've unbanned us, so we're, we're back. So um, yeah, let's get into it. Um, knockout goss. Um, something came out today from um, NAB, and, and Jake actually gave me a call last week that the uh, the draw for the knockout is actually going to be held on the Saturday before the knockout this year. So the Saturday, the I think it's the 23rd, 22nd, 23rd, the knockout draw will be held. Um, he sent through the um, the location of I can't remember what it was, but I think there's a, you got to pay to get in. So yeah, the knockout draw will be held uh, on the Saturday before. Yeah, we'll wait and see see how that goes. I'm sure the teams will be mixed opinions there. So, uh, wait yeah, and see. same weekend as the Walgut, ah, uh, the Dubbo knockout as well. Yeah, so, and the QMC as well. So, oh yeah, my carnival. Yeah, have a few, like a lot of them like to be there, or <clears throat> like have a delegate or a representative there. So, if if you got people that are tied up with um, a lot of the Western teams, will be tied up. At, As well, so some of the teams might be uh, delegates might be tied up up there too. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, one thing I totally I totally forgot about and sort of haven't been sort of thinking of is that um, also not not long after I think it's only like the week after the um, the knockouts also the international football. So maybe one thing to keep in mind um, for some of the sides that you might you might get some of the big name players um, pick to play for Australia or Tonga and that and they, they might be in camps. For the um, international international game, so uh, I don't know how that's going to if that's going to affect any of the teams, but uh, I, I just totally forgot about it, and um, I knew it was coming up. I didn't know it was um, pretty soon after the, uh, the big big KO, so we'll sort of wait and see how that how that goes. A um, little bit of mail this week. I've I've heard the whole way along, and I've heard from his old boy that Tai Tai Muns is going to be at FAB, but I'm I'm hearing that. That uh, Maury's going to make a little bit of a late play for him. Go to Maury. Um, when speaking the last few weeks, Shawnee, uh, Maury's picking up a few few uh, big name players, and um, maybe that might get him across the line. But um, suppose with that one, we'll, we'll wait and see. I think yeah, played with Maury last year. I saw a photo of the boys there at training the other night, a couple of clips, um, and he was definitely at that SAB uh, training. Uh, like I said, seen him in a couple of photos. But in terms of the Moree side, um, I picked up a bit of paper on the street and it was the Moree team list. <laughs> and the gay guys were on there. We, we mentioned it and a lot of people were saying, oh, these fellas think they know everything, they don't know nothing. Well, we only say what we get told. Anonymous tip, but this time I actually picked up a bit of paper on the ground. And uh, it was the Moree list, and the gag guys were on there. Um, they actually had Nico Wines at seven, and Andrew Fafita was on there as well. So you just never know. Um, mm. On top of what you said about the international stuff, if that's a week after as well, 
you just never know. There's all this talk as well, massive one as well through the week, uh, Brado Trindle. Uh, I heard a little whisper. I don't know how true it is, but I heard he's gone to war. Wiradjuri. Yeah, I've heard that. Signs he'll delivered. He'll be there with um with war. A pretty and, good uh, source. I got told he told Burke that that's what's happening. So yeah, I, I think he's going across there with Jesse Ramian, and they're they're pretty close. So um, Brado Trindle at, at at war will be um will be massive. Um, I know a few other halves there. They've got like. Lordy Gordon, they've got um, Tyrone Roberts there. Um, a few of the Burns boys from up in Queensland play a few cups. So they've got pretty, pretty deadly, um, pretty deadly halves there with War plus the, the rest of the sides they've got. Where are they going to fit them all? Because yeah, <laughs> as we know, as we all know, the three of us, everyone wants to be the top dog. Mm. Who's going to be the number one seven? Who's going to be the number one fullback? Who's going to, you know, like. Everyone wants to be top dog. That's probably why they go to certain sides because they've been promised this and yeah. that. Starting position would definitely be at the top of the list. You wouldn't go unless you feel like you're starting. So where do they all go? Yeah. Yeah. That's if they it. got them all, good luck. Yeah. One of the brothers the other day and they talk about um, sides being stacked and that all the time. And then yeah, you know, they're talking about years ago as well, like Yowie sides and that was stacked and. Yeah, you know, old fellas like Charlie McHugh's come out and pull their pants down, and yeah, you know, they don't look at names and faces. They just play footy. I remember uh, Griffith Freeways had a, a red hot side up at Raven Terrace here, and Andrew walked like while she was a part of that with Blake Ferguson, and you had the Fafitas and Robbie John and all them players on top of it, and then Northwest Barbarians with Andrew Walker come out and you know just run amok. So mm. yeah, I love this time of year because all these names get tossed around, but yeah, we'll see who turns up. Another name I've got with um with war. I remember I um remember like when we very first started this, maybe oh, maybe six weeks ago. We talked about war and all the players they had there. I think one one name I missed out that I I knew was in there. I think I missed out the name. That Yaleen Gordon's going to be there too. I think he was there last year, and he he'll, he'll be back there this year. So I think he's still playing New South Wales Cup. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. You know, my. Obviously, Rick, you were in uh, the South Sydney setup. Have you got any mail on, buddy? Um, no, they played uh, in their finals yesterday and got the win out Leichhardt Oval. Um, so then they'll play in another final next weekend as well. So it'd be nice and fit. Yeah. That's that's massive though. But if you like, he has gone and played with Gugars as well because I never ever thought he'd, he'd move away from uh, Waterloo because that's a lot of his family run that club too. See. They yeah. got a lot to do with them there, so surprising. Yeah, yeah no, big, big, um, big in for um for Adri. Um, good mail again from a pretty good source who's been been pretty consistent across the uh across the, the knockout info. Um, I put it up on our Facebook earlier on in the week. I'm hearing Whack will have Watson, Chris Smith, and Jack White. Uh, I remember last year we, we talked a lot about it that um, me and Tomcat that White was meant to go there with um, with Wack and never eventuated and um, obviously Connor Watson's played with Wack before, uh, um, so you know they've been there before and I'm hearing they're going to be there again along with Chris Smith, the front rower for Penrith. So that's true. Then it's someone who's close to Wack. Wait, we have. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true. Right? Mate, I don't. I don't know anything. I just. 
go to work and go home. I don't stay around and have the Arvo um, knockout chats. <laughs> I don't even know who's in my own women's, the Yowie's team. So just rock up and, you know, see who's, who's there on the day. <laughs> uh, we'll wait to see. Um, the other yarn I'm here, and I've heard from multiple people, is that, that this year's whack Ford packs apparently meant to be the best they've ever rolled out. So had some good Ford packs over the years. Jensen boys and oh, Noly Underwood and Rose Brothers and just just champions all, all through that sort of whack side. So that's what I'm hearing. It's going to be the best whack Ford pack they've rolled out. Yeah, Georgie's been hitting the gym hard. Ah, so he's he's, um, he's mm. keen for the knockout, so he's probably going to be one of Wax's best forwards. But what about the what about the brothers Trent and Maddie? Are they going to go around again? Oh, uh, who knows? Who knows? Trent will definitely play. Trent Trent's made for knockout, and then Maddie, you know, if the boys play, Maddie will play. Yeah, Maddie loves it. Um. Moving along, a little yarn I've heard at La Perouse. Uh, Maury Longbottom, meant to be there in the seven. Uh, Maury plays international rugby sevens for Australia. Um, I think he played last time for La Perouse at 2019 knockout at Tuggera. He played in the seven then. Um, one of the boys I know flicked him a message and said, oh, what's going on? His response is, never know till the day, brother. Uh, I remember yeah. I talked to Mahali the other week and she talked about not being able to come back and play knockouts and, you know, like that was one of the big biggest things that she looked forward to every year and it was hard because she missed out on them. So we, we'll have to wait and see. But if, if they're not letting the women uh, from the Australian set up play, mm. I, I don't reckon that that would be um, allowed with the men. They're treated yeah. like old them fellas. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, the other yarn, oh, uh, a week ago I was here and Branko and Edric is back with the Owies and I think since then um, Branko signed a deal overseas and he's already shipped off, but I'm hearing that um, Edric's going to be there with the Owies as well. Um, so Branko and Edric played the Owies over the years, so um, never know, that they, they could be back there and um, another addition to the really strong Owies side we've been talking about. Mm. Um, another yarn I heard it was earlier on in the week, um, and again from a good source and from multiple sources that was um, hearing that Josh Dugan was going to be making an appearance at the knockout with Griffith Freeway. Reached out to a lot of people and was getting silence for about three or four days, um, and then the manager from Griffith came out and said, "Nah, nah, he's not with us." However, I am hearing. Uh, but he's possibly playing a couple up north, a couple of knockouts up north. And, um, yeah, so we'll wait and see if Josh Dugan rocks up. He was the water boy last year for the Griffiths. Um, he was there with the boys. So, wait and see. Um, the other yarn I've heard, and um, pretty pretty um, certain of this too, that the, uh, the Cowboys and the Raiders are not, this year not allowing their players to play in the knockout. I heard that maybe two weeks ago and I asked a lot of people and wasn't getting too much. I reached out to a former Raider and he he let me know that he was he was not allowed to play whilst he was playing at the Raiders 
for his years. And come to think of it, I, I actually can't remember the last player at the Raiders playing the knockout. I know Jack Whiten hasn't in who knows how long. They've had Xavier Savage there for quite a while. I remember playing up at the QMC last year. Xavier Savage didn't have a run. Um, they've had Jamal Fogarty and Aiden Caesar and Frank Lee and that there. I think when Jolie played, he might have been at St George or Manly mm. as well. That year he played with um, the Gugars out of Bathurst, I think that was. Yeah, so same thing with the Cowboys. I actually can't remember the last Cowboy to have a run whilst playing for the Cowboys. You know, Matty Bowen did with Yowie, so that was after he retired. Um, can't remember Hammer, so Fabio Ifedo having a run while he was there. The only other follow would be Rod Jensen. I don't, and I don't know if Rod Jensen was playing up there when he played with Wack, or um, yeah, with with Wack, yeah, because PJ, I think PJ played with um, Redfern for a few of those years when they won it, but I don't think Rod did. The other one I'm hearing, and I can't, I, I know they've had players play in the past, so I'm not too sure whether this is just gammon or um, this is um, this is true. But I've heard the Broncos have been told grand final not they're not playing in the knockout. So again, waiting to hear for that one. Um, again, reach out to a few players and all that sort of thing. Haven't got too much, but uh, wait and see. They could be in the grand final. They're on fire on the weekend. So yeah. Um, the last little one that I got. Yeah, uh, we've been talking about this fella for a while, but I got a little bit of mail from someone inside uh, the inner sanctum, in, inside the four walls of Tinga, and they reckon that he's going to the Yowies. That's from the Tinga inner sanctum. Mm. So we'll see. A phrase I've heard for like the last six months since that video came out. You heard it too? What's that phrase, bro? What are they saying? It's all smoke and mirrors. Mm. Yarn I've heard all all uh, last six months since that video came out. Well, I heard uh, that from, from someone inside Tinga just a couple of days ago, so they're not happy, but that's the word. Mm. Last little bit I got before I was handed over to you guys, if you guys got anything. Um, Here's a little rumour that NAB might be having some yarns with KO and Fox Sports. For the knockout. Uh, don't know how far it's got or if they're going to get it done this year because it obviously is a little bit late, but um, here in the trying to get some more coverage for the knockout this year, which would be great. In terms of um, NAB2, obviously some massive news during the week with um, AJ Davis um, had an appendicitis, so he got his appendix out and they reckon that, um, yeah, he won't be back for the knockout. So I don't know if our doctor orders. I don't know how, how quickly he can come back from something like that. But apparently he's been he's been told that yeah he can't play a knockout or they don't advise that he play a knockout. I haven't heard from AJ directly, but I heard a couple of the boys saying that um, obviously knew that he was in there uh, through his stories and that on Insta. But um, yeah, to hear that it was a, his appendix and that. He's out. Is massive news if that's the case. Massive, massive. He had a really good year last year. I remember. I think he went to Menindi, won the Menindi knockout. 
with um, Far West Warriors, backed up at the Dubbo knockout the weekend after, and I think they won the Repercharge. Mm. Uh, same thing with Far West Warriors, and then obviously backed up with Nabs three weeks in a row. So huge if um, if he's not there. Anything else, Shawnee? No, I'm I'm interested to hear if Rika's got an email. She wants to um, let the people know about. No, I've got nothing. I just um, sit back and take it all in. And, yeah, this is all the news I'm hearing from you guys here. Uh, dear. I'd like to know who, who your sources are. <laughs> There's some pretty oh, big they... signings there for some good country clubs. So hopefully yeah. it's back in Dubbo in 2024. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was, um, I was doing my math, do, doing my calculations and, you know, I was thinking, oh, who's the big dogs? You know, for me, I've got three big dogs in this knockout, obviously. You know, any, anyone can win it, but, you know, the three that we've been talking about every week is Yowie's, Wack and Radri. I think if Yowie's take it out, the last time they hosted it was at Dubbo. Radri's Dubbo. Walgett, probably Dubbo. So, never know. Never know. <laughs> but, um, heaps and you goss through. Um, Again, like a lot more teams are wrapping up each and each weekend and um, you know, more players sort of announce sort of where they're going and all that sort of thing. So I think we've got three weeks, three weeks out, something like that. So yeah, we'll um we'll cover it as we as we move forward. Let's uh let's get into the Walgate knockout. Um sixteen men's sides. Ricky, you might know a bit more. Um women's and kids as well, is that right? Yep, so uh, the 16 men's, the four women's, four under 12s, four under 10s, and four under 8s. So, Good stuff, and that's, that's getting bigger and bigger each year. That's wild. Not yeah, that well, we had um, 24 men's last year, but it was just too long of a day, so we had to cut back to 16 teams um, because, you know, the juniors and the women's, we've got to include them. You know, yeah. it's such a good day with the juniors and the women's a part of that concept. So we had to cut back the men's teams to ensure a smooth day, you know, with some before the sun goes down out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get them kangaroos out, out that way, Maddie. Yeah. yeah. And is, um, when's the draw going to be held for the, for the knockout? Uh, next Thursday. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty big um, week next week for No Limit uh, with a fight coming up on Wednesday night as well. So um, uh, that's a yeah on Fox. So um, <laughs> with the the fight and and the knockout, um, yeah. yeah, next Sunday can't come week. quick enough. Busy little week, yeah. Yeah. So is there a venue for that, Ray? For the draw? Um, no, nah, it'll just be like live on our Facebook yeah. and yeah. yeah, more of that info will, um, come out on social media probably tomorrow. Good stuff. Let's, uh, let's get through the, uh, the 16 men's teams at the carnival. Um, side number one, Nigel T. Brown Memorial. Uh, I think this is, uh, brother Corey Cox's side. Uh, Corey said that the side's for his, um, father-in-law. And uh, the players become out of Mungandai and Dubbo. You guys got anything on uh, on this side who might be playing there? No, it'll just be probably um, a lot of the boys that played with 
the Mungandai team that won it last year. So Corey um, played with, played in that side last year against MKB in the finals. So it'll be majority of those boys, I'm guessing, and um, a few of the Dubbo boys as additionals. Good stuff. They'll be a solid side as well. So. They were yeah. strong last year. They looked fit and fast last year, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The park, yeah. Couldn't believe how good they looked. I've seen Corey in the past, but, you know, when when you see him come through Roosters and that, he looks a little bit chubby. Mm. When you see him up close, he's just, yeah, he's pretty trim, the lad, like, and just a bit as, yeah. So if 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 Corey McGrady and Davey Armstrong and them go back, they'll be hard to beat again, yeah. Got, um, got Flash Witters saying, I'm there. I don't know if he's saying I'm there at the Wild Knockout or I'm there in that side. Let me know, bro. Uh, we'll move along. Side number two, MKB. Um, I think it's Willie Wright's side. You guys might know a bit more than me. And the yarn I've heard, they'll have uh, a lot of the whack players that will back up for the big knockout. Rico, any news on this side? No, Willie's keeping his side quiet. But I know um, uh, my brother Farron, he's yeah, jump ships to that team. Um, now that Willie's out with suspension. So, yeah, that will be another solid side as well. Um, and similar side to last year's um, finalist at Walgut as well. So, they'll be strong. So, that suspension takes him out of Walgut too, Rick, does it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a shame because, I mean, he's always art and soul. Like, he, he, he does a lot for that um, Moncula Ben side, eh? That's his family side, eh? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, a lot of flash gear too. I've seen the singlets and that, they look deadly. Yeah, I've been trying to ask him for one. So, yeah. shout out to Willie Wright. I might get a singlet after this. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, make them big enough for me, Will. I'll have one. <laughs> um, side number three, Four Brothers Gingy. I think this is, is Uncle Duck, Ducky Dennis' side. Um, from out that way, and just all the, the, um, the Dennis mob from Wilgot, Burke, and Bree. Yeah, and he's got a um a women's side in as well. Four sisters Gingy or four titters Gingy. So um yeah, they've got a few good women um in that side. Uh Letitia Boney, she's one of the knockout favourites as well, coming back um after pregnancy. So yeah, it'll be good to see um Ducky have his, you know, the women's and the men's side representing his family out there. When you talk about the four brothers and the four titters, Rick, what does that represent? Is that how many were in the Dennis family? Um, I'm not exactly too sure, um, to be honest, but yeah, they're they're Ducky's family side, so yeah, be somewhere along those lines, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Got Shane Nolan saying I'm with MKB. He's making the trip out, is he? I reckon a few of them will have him in sides at Wollongong and Lismore and mm. everything. Danny Nolan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, side number four, Rellos. Um, I heard it was Jesse and Bryden Ramian's side. Um, side out of Canamble, Gaduga. Yeah. Generally, uh, I reckon. Yeah, Canamble. Yeah. Last year they had... um. They drew um, my pop Alan Lamb's memorial team and they had a few uh, big names like NRL players, Braden and Tyrell, through I know, mm. but um, I got news that they're not going to play out there this year. So they've lost a few of the NRL boys, but it's just more local um, Canamble mob. 
side, number five, um, Brothers United, and I think it's brother Tyron Walker's side, and I think he's from um, Coonabarabran. Is that correct, Marika? Yeah, Tyron Walker, yeah. Yeah, and the brothers, he definitely is from Coonabarabran. He spent a little bit of time down here at um, Kirinari, where Rika's cousin, Leader, is the house parent now, um, years ago, yeah, so if it's that Tyron Walker, the brother's from Kerner, yeah. Uh, side number six, Giddy's Dragons. I don't know anything about this side. You guys got anything? Um, yeah, so that's uh, Des Crawford's team. Um, it's a it's a memorial team for his mother, um, Pat Crawford. So it'll just be um, a family side, memorial side. Um, and that end, a few Walgut boys and um, Bathurst boys as well. They were there last year too, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tintown Warriors. Can't remember if they were going to the big one or not. I know they did uh, last year, but um, hear much about Tintown and who's who's running it and who's there. Um, so Tintown is a Canamble side as well. Um, Sam, uh, Sam Turnbull runs that that side, so it'll just be um, with local Canamble boys. Uh, side number eight, Pilliga New Generations. Um, you know who's in this side, who runs this side? Uh, just a few of the the local Pilliga boys. So um, Matt, a uh, guy named Matt runs it. He um, partners with Eunice Grimes. So he's always, you know, um, Pilliga New Generations are always um, in the wallet knockout. So it's good to see them back again. I spoke to, um, bumped into a couple of brothers. I told them I'd give them a shout out. Brother Anthrax Doolan and Kenneth Sharpley were up at the Broncos game on uh, Friday night, bumped into them. And they said the Pilligan new generation is a lot of the younger fellas. Um, and there's a, a mission side, Min Min or something like that. Look, Rick. Min and Mission. Min and Mission, they said that's yeah. Pilliger as well. So a lot of the older fellas from Pilliger will play with that side and a lot of the young fellas will play in the Pilliger Next Generation side. So there are two Pilliger sides there. Um, that was info from Brother Anthrax and uh, Ken Sharpley on Friday night. So there you go, brothers. Give you a shout out. Thanks for the info. I didn't think two sides would be able to come out of Pilliger. Hey, what's the population there? 50? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, side number nine, the Archie Shepherd Memorial side. Uh, yeah, so um, Archie Shepherd was originally from Burke and it's more memorial side for him, um, but players will be from Bathurst, Burke and Walgett making up the numbers for that team as well. Is that our uncle? He's our uncle. I think if, if it's the same Archie Shepherd that I know, he's, he spent a bit of time down Mount Broughton that too, our uncle, if that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, our Uncle Arch, and um, I think he's the brother of our Uncle Manuel Edsworth, who lives with only Jenny Bower. So the Bower birds in the big knockout, um, mm -hmm. the girl side and that. Yeah, he's the he's the brother-in-law of our Aunty Jenny Bower. But yeah, our Uncle Arch spent a bit of time in Mountie County. <laughs> um, the next side, I don't, don't know if this is any any truth or whatever. Apparently, it's the most stacked side here, the AJL Memorial side. I'm, Hearing of a few NRL boys there, uh, but I've got no idea. Um, just a one-off, one-off message. So, Rick, do you know anything about this one? Um, 
AJ Earl Memorial, that's uh, um, the lakes from uh, Walgett. So it's a lake memorial side. Michael Lakes um, got the team in for Alan, Justine and Leanne. So that's where AJ Earl comes in. Um, and it's Michael's Nen, Pop and Arnie. So um, a lot of the Garuga boys will play in that side as well. Um, and and Walgood as well. So Yum Yum, Cochrane, Samuel Coe, uh, Breno Cochrane, um, and that yeah, a few, a few of those boys. So Is Jade Earthle playing? Because that's usually the package deal. <laughs> and Jade. <laughs> Nah, Jade's. I don't think Jade's playing. Oh, Froggy might. Froggy might be there now because Frog usually with them too. Yeah, Les they all come in a package. Bless them. <laughs> uh, side number eleven, Bose Bulldogs. Do you know much about this side? Where they're from? Um, Ricky RC. So, uh, it's um a Sambo RC Memorial Team. Um, so CMRC, the boxer, it's, it's his father's memorial team. Um, so, yeah, it'll just be a lot of the RC boys um, going out representing Sambo. That'll be solid then. A lot of them brothers, if they bring some of them lads from uh, Wallow and Dubbo, that'll be pretty solid. Yeah, I think it's their first time in the Walgett knockout as well uh, under Bose Bulldogs. So, yeah, it's great to see, you know, new memorial teams. Um, participating in the event. Yeah. Side number 12, I hope I pronounce it right. Uh, Maldian. Maldian. Yeah, Maldian. So it's a, um, so Ted Fields um, um, runs outside. So it's Maldian is Gamilaroi and Uralaroi language for one family and one mob. Um, so it's a few uh, local boys around the area from Tamworth. Um, and Walgett as well. Good stuff. Um, side number 13, Dreamtime Warriors. I think it's brother Darrow Mason's side out of Collie, Collie Narrabri side. Yeah, yeah. They were that... the Shawnee Boy Memorial last year. So it's okay. a, few of, of, a lot of those boys as well that are from that same side. Yeah. Uh, Shawnee, the side you talked about before, um, Min and Mission San Joannas. I think we said that that was uh, Pilliger, was it? Yeah, and a lot of the older brothers will play in that Pilliger side. But I think they originally, uh, when they all put the Pilliger Next Generation side in a few years ago, apparently a lot of these old fellas that are playing in, in that side, um, yeah, played in the initial sides. And I think it's a, it's a memorial side for all for one of the old aunties over there who's a grandmother of one of the brothers that put it in. Um, I think Anthrax said it might have been something that um, this side's in under, um, or four, yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Aidan Leonard um, put that side in, um, and it's he just said it's pretty much a, you know, family side to represent the elders that are at um, Pilliga. So, yeah, good concept. Uh, side number 15, the Muddy Water Mob. How much about this side? Um, a Walgett team. Um, so, yeah, just the team that play in the Bowen Darling comp with the Walgett Dragons um, from the Nemoy Reserve. So, yeah, just a local Walgett side. I'm hearing the potential champion. 16 guys, Panthers. 
for a Warren aside, got all the Orchard Boys, Tommy Conroy, uh, Steve Kirby, and a few Burke bowlers. I reckon I reckon it'll be tough to beat uh, Guy's Panthers. Yeah, I had a bit of a yarn there with Robert Kirby, but um, yeah, Guy's Panthers. Um, it's a team for his uncle, um, Guy Nichols. So um, he supported the Penrith Panthers, so that's why they named it Guy's Panthers. So um, and a lot of the just the Bree local boys with a few of the Grafton boys as add-ons. Definitely, yeah. Hardies and that. Yeah. <coughs> Any Very chance good. of Joel going out there and playing with them, Rick? I know he's got a good relationship with, with Bob and Dave Kirby. Or he goes up and sees a bit. Uh, it'd be good for the team, um, but and it would be good for the supporters um, that attend the event, but yeah, I don't have any um, news on that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Rika, if you got them there, um, just want to quickly run through the uh, women's teams, if you got them there on hand. Sorry, I don't have um, Yeah, so the women's are Old Lowe's Owls, um, Four Tippers, Gingy, Archie, Shepherd Memorial, and Mungandai Grasshoppers. So, yeah, four, four strong sides. Um, they're all actually pretty even, most of the sides, just from what I'm hearing. Um, yeah, four titters. Uh, like I mentioned, got some good knockout names like Letitia Boney, um, Geraldine Jones, local Wolga girls, um, and a few of Ducky's, you know, nieces um, in that side. And Mung and I would just have a few of the princes, which, yeah. Takes up most of Mung and I. Um, They're and strong too. They'll eh? be they'll be a strong side as well. Yeah. What about the the first name you read out? Where are they from, Ray? Old Lowe's Owls. Um, they're a local Walgett side as well. Yeah. yeah. So most of uh, three of them are Walgett sides, um, which will probably add addition like additional players from other towns just to make up those numbers as well. So a couple of um, notables there too, Maddie. Like thinking about the sides that were mentioned, no Garuga side, generally a Garuga side, Rick and Burke. Yeah, I didn't nominate a um, women's team this year. Uh, I actually won't be at the Walgett Knockout. Um, I've got a wedding that I'm attending to, so uh, yeah, Nom didn't nominate any of the Garuga teams this year. Um, yeah, so in the juniors, there's a few of them. Um, Mallow's Magpies. Um, it's not a Garuga side, but um, most of the Garuga um, youth will be playing in those those sides as well. So good stuff. Is there anything else on the Walgett knockout before we move along? Any info or anything like that? Um, most of the the draw and you know the day will uh, be announced probably in details this week um, but yeah without uh, in saying that thanks to our sponsors that have um, jumped on board to make the the day possible um, you know running these events come out of cost um, and if it wasn't for the sponsors that show their support would make things um, difficult and you know it's always a good concept to get rugby league back out there because it's not things that happen you know 
seasonal um, with the Bow and Darling comp, but it's an opportunity for the youth and the women to have, you know, a game of rugby league as well. Who's the well, uh, Who are the favourites out there, Rick, based on names here? Um, Nigel Brown Memorial and MKB. But you never know. It's, it's sometimes a draw, you know, <laughs> they could play each other first round and, yeah, so you, you never know. Whoever shows up on the day. Yeah. Well, um, we'll move along to shout-outs. Um, we've got one here, Brother Chris Woodbridge. So this fella here, and he may not be a big name down in New South Wales, but he's an absolute superstar up in Queensland. So he's only young, the brother. He um, Last year, he won Player of the QMC Carnival with Coastal Black, Player of the Carnival. Like he's literally 60 kilos ring and wet, plays fullback. This year, backed it up um, with player of the Toowoomba Rugby League this year. He scored 40, 44 tries and over 400 points. Um, Chris is backing up for Coastal Black again this year with the QMC, but um, all his NRL clubs out there, this kid is a gun. So shout out brother Chris Woolbridge, 44 tries. I don't think I've scored that many in my lifetime, but he's knocked it over in a season, so massive. Yeah. A um, couple other ones, got Brother Tomcat signs um, with Coastal Blacks. They've got a um, signed 2023 um, Titans jersey raffle. So I think it's $10 a number. Um, first prize will be um, obviously Titans jersey and second prize will be Coastal Blacks kit. So jump over to the Coastal Blacks Facebook page. Got a few shout outs on the TikTok before I throw it over to you guys. Um, Shawnee, I'll, I'll go back to the question I was asking before, bro. Got a question on TikTok. Who's in your under-17 side and are they stacked? Definitely not stacked. Um, we had a little bit of a disagreement. Um, well, not even that. Just had a few players that wanted to come down. These The boys that we've got are more or less the side that uh, the won the 16s last year at, at uh, Dubbo Knockout. So for uh, one of the boys, young Rome Toomey's mum last year, uh, put a memorial team in for, for her, and then the boys won the 16s. So we've got a few of the boys out of that team from out there in Dubbo, Wellington, and uh, obviously a couple of boys are in that side from We War as well. So um, we got them boys, and then just majority of the boys that um, sort of stick together down here in West Newcastle 17 ones, which won the grand final. But, um, yeah, we, we wish we could keep a couple more forwards from that side, but um, they're obviously... Uh, with Barham, and that's their family side as well. So young Mal, Malachi Haley and um, Demi Weatherall. Um, and another boy from Bree we wish we could get as well, young Brando Beetson, a couple of gun young forwards down in the 17-1s comp. Um, but nah, definitely not stacked. We wish we wish we could um, we could stack it. But when you got five sides coming out of Newcastle, uh, numbers are thin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Johnny White, what's on you? Any any shout-outs, Chris? Uh, no, not really this week. Obviously, um, went up and had a look at the footy at Brizzy, first time at Suncorp, so I flooded everyone's Insta stories the other night, so I apologise for that, but I was excited because it was my first time at Suncorp. Um, and 
Uh, Will Gulga knocked off the Rebels today, which is disappointing. But, um, yeah, congratulations to the Rebels for getting there. And brother Ron Gordon, who coaches that side, and will also be, um, you know, at the helm probably or in, in around it with bagels. Um, so, yeah, commiserations to the brother and his team. Um, but other than that, no, not, not much, brother. Obviously, just looking forward to uh, Wollongong and that next week. We'll go down there, so we'll miss Miss Wildgood as well with my young fella down there playing with Minda um, in the 13s who've who got a pretty good side and just having a tune-up for the big one. Rico, any shout-outs? Um, just a congratulations to Dubbo Sims winning the... Um, Premiership Cup out there, so the reserve grade and the first grade, um, Daryl Cubby, Jeremy Thurston, just a few of those boys played in that team. So, yeah, back-to-back for a few of them. Good stuff. And Shane Nolan, again on the TikTok, shout me out on either side for the big one. Uh, uh, there you go. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, lots of knockouts happening over the next few weeks, so we'll sort of see what our schedule is going to be like. Um, obviously, um, yeah, I think you said um, Wollongong one next week. Then you got like the the Wildcat, like Menindi and Blacktown Western Warriors one there too, thrown in there. Um, Lismore one, Lismore QMC, <laughs> it's all happening. So, we'll have to check our schedule and sort of see when we can fit, fit the show in. So prioritise knockouts. <laughs> yeah, I think Wollongong was a little bit short on numbers too, Maddie. So. Not as big as they've had in the past. I don't, I don't know how many they got down there, but I, I don't think it was any more than sort of four or six teams, you know, which is disappointing. Uh, general, I thought the Blacktown one got cancelled. Well, that's what I was saying to Maddie last week. I heard okay. one of the guys was saying there was not much interest there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame, but there's too many knockouts around that that period anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think last time I heard it, it was going ahead. So, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, yeah, we'll put something out. And I actually think the Lismore knockout draw is happening now. 7 o'clock, I think it was. So that will come out uh, pretty shortly. So that will be uh, very interesting to see. 20 sides up there for the men. So See that Cabbage Tree Island side, Matty, for the Lismore? That could go and give the big knockout a match. So no. If, that, if that's legit... <laughs> No, I don't think it's the Cabo side. That's that's the um, the country coastal brothers. So that's yeah. the side. So the Cabo's got a different side. Cabo's got a young sort of young side. So I think that side's um, all, all the coastal boys mixed in with all the the Burke lads. So that's the country coastal brothers. But yeah, they're calling it the the, the fifty grand side for the little <laughs> <market. laughs> Over the salary. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, I saw that side and I was like, you could take that to a big knockout and give it a nudge. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. I um, really appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers.